0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes, because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started with our guest today. Our first question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do.
1: Hi, my name is Sarah Patterson, um, and what I do is I basically run the consulting firm Bayou Integrators. I've been doing that for about six years now. I started that consulting firm after graduate school at the University of Maryland where I got my MBA um, in 2011. And then when I ventured up to New York, I got my first client up there. And then I ventured across to the West Coast in Los Angeles and worked with other clients when I was based out of there. Right now we're based in Santa Clarita, which is the Northern part of uh, LA County. And uh, you know I'm born and raised in uh, only Maryland and um, you know I just uh, have been all over the nation living and working, uh, worked with uh, international clients as well. So I've had the privilege of doing that. So a lot of really good traveling, ex- traveling experiences as well as w- working as well.
0: Yeah, you are well traveled. You're literally coast to coast, so <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team?
1: So the best thing about working with a team is the energy and the collaboration, the ability to have a synergy with them that uh, proves to be a positive result uh, to achieve goals. I feel as though with a team, you can go, um, you can reach uh, more. Uh, with, with the team. And you can also um, take on more risk. So, you know, you can climb a mountain um, with the team because if you fall or you get sick or something happens, you have somebody to help you and then you're there to help them. So I feel like you can take on more risk as well when you have a team.
0: That's a great perspective. I never really thought about it that way that you could take on a little bit more risk with a team, but yeah. I like that perspective a yeah. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Question number three: I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell me your thoughts.
1: Yeah, so engagement is definitely something. It's an ongoing um, activity goal. Um, there's a lot of strategy around that. So, I mean, first and foremost, you have to make sure that your team actually wants to be there, that they believe in the purpose of why they are working there. So. Um, They also have to feel like they're equipped in their job. So if people don't feel like they have the skills and the talent and the aptitude and are appreciated and valued in that role, uh, they're not going to be as engaged. Um, So you really have to make sure that they're not just there for a paycheck. Um, So, you know, engagement is important. So just always tying the employees and their roles back to the company objective is 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 helpful because it re-engages their heart into what they're doing there and why they're there. Um, also just making sure that you know you motivate them. So motivation's an ongoing thing. So making sure that you constantly are thinking about how to implement it, to implement your plan to motivate your employees and to keep them engaged.
0: Great comments, especially about helping them connect their everyday roles and responsibilities with that vision and helping keep them re-energized with why they're doing what they're doing. that's a great comment. Question number four, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams?
1: So I definitely um, would advise them to think about the needs of their team from a collective standpoint, but also an individual. So understanding, the dynamics and the culture of the team um, that you want to have, and then implementing uh, ways to really cultivate that um, so that you will achieve that culture in the team. And then that will allow it to live and breathe on its own without you always having to enforce it. Um, so, you know, there's ways of doing that by implementing tools. Um, So Slack is one way. So to, you know, keep personal and business kind of separate, you can implement Slack. So people aren't texting on their phones. That gets muddied with their personal lives, right? Because a lot of people only have one phone these days. It's just a lot to manage. So using tools like Slack to allow people to constantly communicate no matter what time of the day it is, um, but without having to actually text them on their phone. So that's one way of implementing an ongoing c- communication that's informal, it's friendly. You know, you can have it based on channels um, that they are working on. So if it's biz dev, it's if, if it's, you know, a contract they can communicate via a channel so that the communication also is within a focus of the business as well. Um, So there's just different tools that you can implement to help to cultivate a culture of, you know, collaboration, friendliness, and formality as well. Um, And so those things can be implemented. Um, And then, you know, there's other things where you can really um, just also make sure that you're communicating morning and night. So you can also have daily calls. Um, I would also advise to have a strategic plan. You always point your team back and to look at that once a week at least to make, sure, to make sure that everybody sees, okay, this is our plan and this is what we should be working on and then discussing the things that should be achieved and when. So always pointing back to those goals and objectives. I think we'll keep a team focused and structured.
0: Mm, great advice, great ideas. Thank you. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life?
1: So I would recommend Brandon Leopoldis. Um, he runs a sports law practice um, and you know he's been a great peer-to-peer business owner um, that has been very uh, insightful for me to um, be in a network with and he also is a great communicator. So I would definitely recommend him. Um, Also Sarah Mackins, she is a um, owner and dance professional of eight locations in Canada. She was able to keep her students uh, alive and active uh, doing their dance uh, performances and teaching them um, technique during COVID. Uh, While they were not allowed to be in the studios for up for over four months. And so they're back. And so I think that she's huge on communication and engaging a team. So she's really, really strong in that area. And I would recommend her to be on the podcast.
0: Those are fantastic individuals, both of them. Thank you for recognizing them and for recommending for the podcast. I always always enjoy meeting new people and having them on as guests. So thank you. Last question. Tell us about your first job.
1: So my first job uh, of employment um, was uh, working at a gas station. I was the cashier. And so when people bought gas, they would um, go through me. And if they bought food and drink, they would go through me. And one of my favorite perks of that job was being able to eat the candy while I was on the job. It it was a perk and I was allowed to. So it was fun. (laughs)
0: I like that story. That's great. Sarah, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. How can people find you?
1: So they can visit our website, valueintegrators.com. And down at the bottom of the webpage, there's all the social media platforms we're on. So whichever one that they're on, they can go ahead and click that link and connect with us there.
0: That sounds great. Thank you. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com, and you can download our engagement booster tip sheet. Again, that's teamengagementpodcast.com. This is Sean Richards. Thank you so much for joining us, and have a great day.